You've heard me talk about Morning Kick, used by former karate champion Chuck Norris. It's a daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike other green drinks out there, this one tastes similar to strawberry lemonade, and I enjoy it. I know I don't eat as many vegetables as I should, but Morning Kick has helped me make up for that, and I feel great. I have more energy and better digestion. It's an easy part of my morning routine. My wife started taking it as well. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com forward slash Harris for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Plus, every purchase is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, a boost of energy, and just an overall healthier body, then go to roundhouseprovisions.com forward slash Harris today. Welcome to Conversations That Matter podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. And a few announcements before we get to the main topic, which will be, (laughs) he gets us. Yeah, that's the name of a campaign, an evangelistic campaign. I didn't know about this until a few days ago. A pastor friend who's in the SBC called me and said, hey, I was watching television, saw this advertisement, really weird. And he goes, uh, the, the particular one he saw, and he goes, and then I, I have this email in my inbox from Kevin Ezel saying that you know, the Southern Baptists are behind it. And I said, no way, really? Let, I got to go check this out. So I watched like two of them. We, we might watch more. And I thought, huh, <laughs> I should do a show on this. And I decided also to go to their website because they have an intake. And I, I, I posed as myself. <laughs> I didn't pose as anyone. I was just me. But I gave them some information. I asked some questions is what I did. And I came from, let's say, just a, a more conservative perspective, a, a someone who would be considered maybe a MAGA Republican, right? Well, I did that because Tom Buck on Twitter decided to, and he's a Southern Baptist pastor, decided to go to the intake and ask them uh, questions. But instead, he gave the impression he was a gay guy. And so, uh, and I think he worded it carefully so to try to avoid lying, but it was, that's the impression he gave off. And the way that his questions were handled versus the way that my questions were handled, very different. And that's what I want to show you. So, uh, so we're going to talk about that, but a few things I want to say first announcement, the video that I put out there on YouTube of Bart Barber's 60 minutes interview, and I analyzed it, it's gone. YouTube scrubbed it, copyright issue of some kind. And it just, <laughs> it's YouTube. Uh, it should fall under fair use, I would think, but um, I don't know how they... I, I'm trying right now to see if I can edit it somehow to get it back up, but uh, Rumble, uh, iTunes, there's other places you can get that information. Facebook, I've uploaded the video. You can see it all there if you're interested and if you're wondering, hey, what happened to the video? So that's what happened to it. I don't know even who filed the claim. I'm assuming CBS since it's 60 Minutes and that's what I was commenting on. Um, what else? So I wanted to just let you know this because I didn't have a complete picture. I mean, it, what I said, I don't think it was inaccurate yesterday, but I, I might've chosen my words a little differently. Maybe if I knew that this happened. So <laughs> I didn't know Kanye West had tweeted this out. Maybe they deleted the tweet and that's why I didn't see it. I think I, cause I went through his Twitter feed and I didn't see anything like this, but there's a screenshot from vibe.com Kanye West on October 8th. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going to death 
Con 3. I think he meant DEFCON 3. That's when the military is on heightened alert. They're not attacking anything. They're just waiting to be attacked and respond. On Jewish people, he says. I'm going to DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic. That is kind of funny. Because black people, he says, are actually Jewish. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Now, I don't know exactly what this means or what sparked this. The tweet that I referenced yesterday in the podcast, I think, was afterward. And all he says, who, who do you think started cancel culture? That was it. And it was flagged. And it was against Twitter's policies. And I was I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, what? What? Why? You know, and people were saying it was anti-Semitic. And I was like, what? what's anti-Semitic? I don't understand how this is anything. And so I'm going to still stand behind the... I'm going to stand behind that because you you have to read into it a tweet from a few days prior and all he's doing is asking a question. It's he's not making any statements and it's possible that is what he meant. He wanted people to think it was Jewish people who started cancel culture, but it's it's not he doesn't spell it out in the tweet that I was talking about yesterday. Uh, and Twitter I guess had deleted this previous tweet. And so I just want to let everyone know this. There's some context here I wasn't aware of. And here's the big story, though, in all this. Apparently, this has cost J- called, um, caused J.P. Morgan Chase to drop Kanye West. He can't bank with them anymore because of, of this. So uh, th- this is kind of shocking. So, so think about this. Twitter, think about this. Twitter is a platform that has pornography on it. You can have pornography on Twitter. You can say all manner. I mean, the Ayatollah Hamani, or how you, however you pronounce that. I'm pronouncing it the way Ted Cruz does. They also can, they, they have their Twitter accounts. You can, dictators have their Twitter accounts. They can say all kinds of things. Uh, in fact, it was a few years ago, I remember, there was like a bunch of a, a, anti-Semitic stuff from Middle Eastern accounts uh, that was, it was, brought up like why aren't you going after this but you're going after people in the united states for things that seem more minor so th- this platform is now all up in arms about kanye west and what kanye west puts here and it, it's not a, it's obviously not a free speech platform you know it's just that's the sad part it's like you can disagree with this but it doesn't mean that you have to cancel his twitter or pull his you know he can't bank with us anymore but that's the america that we're now more and more living in it. It is kind of scary, to be honest. He didn't do violence against anyone. He didn't break any laws. He stated an opinion, which many of us would disagree with, especially Kanye saying he's Jewish. Maybe he's got some Jewish blood in him, but he say because he's black, he's Jewish, which sounds Hebrew-Israelite to me. But okay, it's a free country, right? You're not hurting anyone. You're not breaking any laws. Uh, you know What's the problem with this? You're not blaspheming anything. But in the minds of the woke, you are. You are blaspheming something. You are offending uh, their their racialist uh, ideology by saying something like this. And so it is something that might be um, that might be wrong or disagreeable, but not harmful. Not something that you should, you know completely kick someone off a social media platform for saying in the minds of many, including myself, is completely wrong to the elites at Twitter, whereas pornography is fine. It's 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 a complete that's what you got to see, I guess. That's, that's all the only point I want to make is that 
they're operating off of a completely different value system. And the proportion, the sense of proportion they have is totally off and it's totally different uh, from you know, what they see as a, a molehill is a mountain and vice versa to, to someone who's uh, a, a Christian or even just a traditional American. I, it's it's uh, such a departure. So anyway, um, they've probably created a lot more traffic to this particular screenshot of this tweet by doing all of this. And it, it, it defeats the whole purpose. I mean, people can look at this and be like, oh, Conway's kind of had a, that's a bad take, Kanye, and then go on with their life. Instead, it's flashed before you and it's all over the place. And now everyone sees it. And now people are probably considering it, especially guys who like Kanye West, some some fans of his are now probably thinking, you know, this proves Kanye's point. So just wanted to let you know about, not that this is a big news item, but I had, I commented on it without having all that context of why people were reading into the tweet I commented on yesterday, all of this. And now, now, you know, all right. So the other thing I was going to show you, uh, is this, okay. Accountable to you software, which is a accountability software to keep you from viewing certain Twitter channels. <laughs> Because they're harmful to your soul. They're destructive, biblically speaking. Okay. And it's a, it's a good program. Guess this is, these stories were made to go together. Guess who is censoring accountable to you? Google Play Store and the Android app. They don't want you to have accountability software that you choose to put on your phone so that you can be prevented from going to, to websites that would be harmful. And that's, that's a choice you make. It's not like it's being even imposed on you. This is how far we've come. We've come from pornography is illegal in, in most states to now, and, and, and even the, you know, the film industry is regulating itself, to now you can't even choose if you, have a, uh, if you have a phone, an Android phone, you can't even choose to go to the Google Play Store and download something to, to self-regulate. Because it's there was a story that Wired put out there, and the story uh, it w gave the impression that this is some horrible, I guess, Orwellian type uh, surveillance device, <laughs> which I'm thinking like, you have a problem with that? It not, I mean, this little, the cell phone you have can be pinged. I mean, have you have you seen Snowden? It's much worse now as far as the technology that, that they have. Uh, the government has it, it's i don't know it's just good the same google that is working in tandem with the government to track people who got the jab is the same google that's just so offended by accountable to you this is the broken moral uh con conscience that is developing in the minds of elites that th their sense of proportion is so off this is evil to block to, to have a, a voluntary device that blocks pornography is evil uh, to have pornography on Twitter is perfectly fine, but Kanye West can't come out and say something that's kind of off and mean and inaccurate. Uh, man, man. It's not the country that I remember. Okay, so uh, that's I just wanted to show you that. Now, let's, let's get to the meat of this, okay? This is why people are watching. He Gets Us. He Gets Us. This is the website for He Gets Us. And I want to show you, here is... Um, Kevin Ezel with Ed Stetzer. And they have something to say about this. 
talk about Jesus in a polarized time? No, anyone who, sh- who regularly shares their faith, whether it's on an airplane, engaging people, you're always looking for conversation starters. So you're not having to go from, you know, just completely cold to nothing. That's what's so beautiful about these uh, these ads, um, because it gives you a starter. It's a it's a, a starter to engage someone with a gospel conversation. And so, yeah, I think people who regularly share their faith and are looking to engage people in evangelistic opportunities are going to love this. People who don't are going to be a little bit more concerned or, or leery of it. But that's, uh, to me, they're all trigger points of allowing, allowing the opportunity to just start those conversations. Okay, so you heard it here. Uh, the whole point or this is evangelism. And if you're against evangelism, if you're not into evangelism, you may not like it. So what's the implication? If you, People who like evangelism are going to like this. So any criticism of this comes from someone who doesn't like evangelism. So apparently, I don't like evangelism <laughs> if I go after this at all. That's a uh, way, way to uh, try to hedge against criticism right away by impugning motives. So this, this that's what Ed Stetzer, or rather Kevin Ezel, says about this. And look, I was open-minded when I first saw it. Of course, the pastor friend told me that he uh, was kind of um, just, he disappointed with the one he saw. But I thought, okay, maybe some of them are okay. Here's the one that I saw first. Uh, let's see. There's different ones. Man, I'm, I don't remember which one I saw now. There's there's two The Rebels. One's 31 seconds, one's a minute. In it. Let's go to the one that's a minute. All right, and let's just play this. A rebel took to the streets. He recruited others to join him. They quit their jobs, left their families, and swore allegiance to him. They roamed the hood, challenged authority, and made a lot of people uneasy. Community leaders feared them. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on. Okay, so two white women in the suburbs, pretty uneasy about... Guys jumping fences, uh, skateboarding where, well, state skateboarding on the sidewalk, kind of in inner city. Uh, looks like swore allegiance to him. It looks like they they had angry faces there. It looks like a gang or something. Okay, so just so people who are listening know the context of this. Community leaders feared them. Religious leaders abhorred them. Law enforcement labeled them outlaws. That looks like it looks like a a, a member of like La Raza or, or not La Raza. What am I thinking? MS thirteen or something? In like a lowrider. It's it's you know I'm super cool. I got all these rings and uh, <laughs> even the furry uh, uh, steering wheel there. But I mean the image is gangs. We're talking about inner city gangs, and look, they, these guys are problems, right? Because because why they break the law, <laughs> but uh, they're gonna make a switch here in a minute. We have to shut them down. They said, "Get them off the streets. Protect our communities from these troublemakers." But they weren't part of a gang spreading hate and terror. They were spreading love. And then it says Jesus was wrongly judged. Oh, just like churches, local communities, and apparently white women in the suburbs feel uncomfortable about 
gangs and violence in their community. That's at least what you're thinking when you see the images that they put in front of you. Like that is that must be what you're talking about. Uh, Jesus, this is the switch. Jesus was wrongly judged. He gets us. All of us, it says. Now, you might be saying to yourself, doesn't Hebrew say that Jesus could, he, he can empathize with our weaknesses? Because wasn't he, didn't he, wasn't he tempted in all points as we are, yet without sin? Doesn't it say that in the Bible? And I say, yeah. Who's that said to, though? Is that said to Christians or non-Christians? It's a question I have. Was that an evangelistic tool? Number one, I think you're going to find, no, that was, that was to Christians. That was to comfort Christians. Wasn't it about an evangelistic tool? But number two here, the whole framing of this is to, who's it trying to appeal to? Tough guys. But not it's not tough it's not tough guys in red areas. It's 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 and it's not just tough guys, it's tough guys who are I mean, I don't know how to get away from the images they give you that are probably criminals in some way, or at least I mean, why is, is all of society opposing them and saying we gotta get them off the streets, we need to deal with them? There's so Jesus is now compared to them. That's kind of offensive, I would think. But it's trying to, the whole appeal of this is to try to get people who wouldn't consider Jesus, maybe, wouldn't consider church, wouldn't, you know, they need to consider him for the reason that he's just like them. They can identify with him because he's a rebel too. But Jesus sat with tax gatherers, sinners, prostitutes who were repentant. That's the whole point. He didn't, he didn't identify with them in their sin, in their state. Uh, and they they had to want to be washed clean of those things. The call is to repent. His name is Jesus because what's the what does the name Jesus mean? He will save his people from his sins. Yahweh is savior. I mean, Jesus saves. He came to seek and save the lost. That that's the whole point. So this doesn't give you the impression you have to change anything. There's a problem with your identity because you know you're just misunderstood, just like Jesus was misunderstood. It's so outside the scope of biblical evangelism. I don't even really quite know where to put it. But this is, and it's possible people will become saved. I mean, it happens because of campaigns like this. I'm not saying it. it there won't be some people that might, it, it might funnel them into a church that actually preaches the gospel. That is possible. But the whole, the method from the beginning is, is a man-centered approach here. This isn't man, you know, come to God, repent, trust in Jesus. There, there is no, there, there, none of that's in this. Trust in Jesus for your forgiveness. It's, it's, uh, and, and the, the thing is, I, I want to say, like, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think all campaigns have to have the entire, God, every facet of understanding the gospel in, you know, it's in a minute video. But, you know, the good news Jesus saves, you would think it would be, it's an evangelistic thing, right? Wouldn't the good news be in there somewhere? Jesus saves. Come to Jesus. He saves you from your sin. W wouldn't a better video be something like, you know, here, here you are in, in crime, in destitution, in cities falling apart, and there's hope for you uh, because of what Jesus has done. You don't have to live in your sin because of what Jesus has done. Um, he took your sins. 
I would think, I mean, I'm sure they probably focused group this and everything else. It's got over 24 million views. So there you go. Uh, that's that's the one I saw. I think that's the one I saw. I saw two. Yeah, I, I might have seen the, the shorter version uh, of this. But um, I'll show you in a minute the conversation I had. There was another one uh, that I saw. Maybe it was Outrage. I think it was Outrage. So check this one out. There was this controversial figure. Okay. What does that look like? It looks like a like a BLM rally or a some kind of a protest. I I don't know what, but it's in an urban area. Uh, it's so there's a guy with a microphone. We're not sure, but it's a controversial figure. It it looks like some kind of a a protest, probably like a left leaning protest. You just get from the aesthetics of the image. Everywhere he went, people challenged him. They questioned his ideology trolled him called him ugly names okay so there's i think now this one looks like i don't know it's like a town hall meeting and it's like it's a couple middle-aged white couple and they're just furious about something i mean it's just let, letting the steam <laughs> steam out but he never took the bait never raised his voice refused to retaliate because he believed he could change the world by turning the other cheek. It says Jesus had to control his outrage too. He gets us, all of us. Now that's not quite as bad as the last one. Um, it says, but it says he refused to retaliate because he believed he could change the world. Is that why he refused to retaliate? He's like, man, I'm gonna fumble this whole changing the world thing if I retaliate here. Uh, the, the reason that he turned the other cheek was why why did he not call angels down to save him why did it was he in the garden sweating drops of blood saying lord not my will but your will why, why did all that happen because he came to seek and save the lost do his father's will which was that that's why this is that's missing from this <laughs> it's not about jesus had to control his outrage too it's it's not i mean here's the thing with both of these advertisements you could easily have any cult put these out. This could be a Mormon church. It almost feels like a Mormon church campaign, and no one would know the difference. So, Jesus, you can relate to Jesus because you're outraged about injustice or something. He was outraged, and you know you feel like it's it's boy it's bubbling up in you, and he felt the same way. But you know, kind of, I guess what, what would you leave with? I guess I could change the world too. I don't know. It's not a come to Jesus, submit to him. You know, he is the master. Guess guess this Jesus who controlled his outrage, guess what he's doing? He's coming back with a double-edged sword and it's it's boiling over, man. That's that's Christian theology right there. He's taking it out. He, there's a place called hell where he punishes, made for the, the demons, but people who sin and do not repent will be punished. This is biblical theology. Oh yeah, Jesus controlled his outrage by letting it out at the proper time. And there's a different, there's a righteous, there's an, an anger that is evil. There's a, an anger that is um, right. The anger of man does not um, achieve the righteousness of God. And there's a righteous indignation. And those are two different things. And um, you know, this this is like all the images here are people who just look like. You know they're 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 angry at others. Uh, 
you know, in mostly political settings, it seems, and, you know, just bubbling over in their outrage. But it's, it, you, you get the impression, I guess, looking at this, that the, the, the political protest outrage you have, here's people lighting a vigil. So the whole thing feels like cop shootings, to be honest with you. It feels like, you know, there someone died. It's a vigil for them. But I mean, it could be more than that. But anyway, the the people, the anger that you have is kind of like legitimized by this. You know, Jesus was just like you. He was angry too. Really, really, in the same way. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. And again, it, you know, there's no actual good news in this. There's no gospel in this. Uh, okay. Do we want to, um, do we want to dare see any, any of these other ones? There's so many of them. Oh, it looks like, have I watched this? I know, I know there was only two I watched. Maybe I, huh. YouTube's saying I watched this. So maybe, maybe, you know what? I probably had it on like play and it just kept playing stuff. So I haven't seen this yet. The struggle, it says. Poverty, inner city, uh, some rural stuff too, but mostly poverty, just images of, of people in bad conditions. Je Jesus struggled to make ends meet too. He gets us, all of us. Okay. I mean, <laughs> this may be the worst one yet. Jesus struggled? to make ends meet he struggled did jesus struggle come on he's god he divided loaves and fish to feed five thousand men not to mention women and children he he struggled i mean he was in the desert being tested by the devil, forsaking of his own. He, he was submitting to God's will by forsaking, by fasting. That's not the same as struggling to make ends meet. Uh, I mean, that this is a, this, it, they're making Jesus so, it's not even just making him so human. They're making him so human and giving the impression he's a flawed human in so many of these. Uh, this one in particular, though, is just that he he has the limitations that we have somehow. Uh, making ends meet and uh i guess that's why you should come to G i mean it's it's not even a rousing cry to come to jesus because it's like man i'm struggling i can't eat oh jesus also struggled he couldn't eat well i guess he can't help me then because i'm struggling the only the only comfort is i guess he relates to me but you have to supply in your mind the idea that jesus is god and and for this to even be remotely appealing this, this is, how much money is being wasted on this stuff? That's the question I have. All right, let's, uh, should we get do another one? Do we dare? Do we dare? Uh, the influencer, good times, anxiety. I don't, I don't even know if I want to go that much. Let's do one more. Can we do one more? All right, we'll do dinner party. We'll do the, the one minute version here. A caring man took a walk. Everywhere he looked, people suffered. Anxiety ran high. Hope dwindled. Hatred rose. Gang violence, it looks like. His neighbors had lost trust in the system and in each other. I need to do something. I need to do something. I don't know what. The, so a car's burning, okay. 
I need to do something, he thought. I'll bring them together and feed them. Around the dinner table, they can talk and see how much they have in common. Whoa, 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 what was that? Okay, I think that's just a, a, okay, a mother and her child, I guess. Shared struggles. Shared joy. Shared pain. So he prepared a feast and invited all into his home. But some refused to sit at his table because they chose to only see differences. He was heartbroken because he wanted everyone to eat and be filled, not with food and wine, but with compassion. Jesus welcomes all to the table. He gets us, all of us, Jesus. Okay, this is garbage. This is such garbage. Because the, the way they portray Jesus, um, so the, the, he, let's see, he brought them together because he, he, he wanted to do something about all the, the people being arrested and poverty and all that suffering. So he brought them around the dinner table so they could talk and see how much they had in common. Really, that's what Jesus did. He brought them around the dinner table so they could talk and see how much they have in common. That was his purpose. See how much you guys have in common and, and you'll eliminate. You'll, um, <laughs> you can have John Lennon's Imagine, but still have Jesus, right? See how much you have in common. Sing Kumbaya together. That, I don't think that's what Jesus was doing. Where, and where do you get this in Scripture? Yes, Jesus ate. And he ate with tax gatherers, sinners, prostitutes, repentant tax gatherers, sinners, prostitutes. They came to him on his terms because they were, they were humbled. They did not. It wasn't a moment of world peace, see how much you have in common. In fact, it, it, the, the only commonality they shared was their, the fact that you know, they're coming to Jesus in humility, saying, I need forgiveness for my sin. That's the only glue. I've said this before. It's that you want people to have commonality with each other. And that's, this is the whole idea, I think, behind much of the Christian nationalism is like, we need some glue to bind us together. Christianity. People from different backgrounds, seeing that, and, and different cultures, etc., seeing that they are equally forgiven, equally sinners, equally forgiven, and part of a new family also, in addition to their earthly families, the family of God. Uh, that would be, it wasn't that they can just come and immediately see how much they have in common. Their, their repentance is required here before there's any commonality. And that's not even the purpose. It's not, the purpose isn't to bring people together so they have something in common. The purpose is forgiveness of sins, following Jesus, being a disciple, knowing God. Uh, the result, one of the byproducts, is that now you have fellowship. You have something in common with other people who are also forgiven. But this takes one of the byproducts and makes it, uh, at, at best, it makes it the purpose of the whole thing. It rearranges it. Uh, they shared struggles, shared pain. He prepared a feast, invited all into his home. Well, I guess that must be talking about, it can't be talking about the Last Supper. That's not his home. This has to be talking about where he, preparing mansions in heaven, I guess. That must be what he's talking, what this is re referencing. But some refused to sit because they chose to only see differences. So, so the Pharisees, apparently, that was their hang-up, that they just, they'd, only wanted to see differences. It's so such bunk. That's not the Pharisees' root issue. The Pharisees' issue with Jesus was it was multifaceted, but he was threatening their influence, uh, their authority. But the the main issue that the Pharisees um, had with Jesus is his message was different. 
than theirs. He, they, they preached um, submission to these exterior, these rules that they had come up with, and that would render holiness. And Jesus said, unless your righteousness surpasses the scribes and the Pharisees, you won't enter the kingdom of heaven. That's the thing that made them mad. Jesus is out of step with us, challenging our authority, and the people are actually following him, some of them. It wasn't because they were they chose to only see differences. So if they would have come and sang Kumbaya and been like, oh, we're all the same, we're bleed red, then that they would have been fine with Jesus? No. Like I said, a Mormon could put this out. Uh, man, should we do another one? I, that was going to be the last one. Uh, that was the dinner party. Let's see. They have one. I can't do anymore. I just don't think I can take it right now. So this is... Uh, he gets us campaign. And I would submit to you this is a terrible campaign. So here is, oh, I don't, I don't want to show this right now. We'll, we'll get to that at the end. Here is uh, Tom Buck. Tom Buck, SBC pastor, more on the conservative side of things. And this is what he says. Kevin Ezel wanted us to join the He Gets Us movement. If you're against it, Ezel says you aren't evangelistic. So I went to the website and had a chat. How evangelistic are they? What would they say to someone looking for a church who will let them be gay? Here is the conversation. Can you point me to a church that will not tell me I can't be gay? And the person, Destiny is her name, said, well, I can give you some resources and you can search about that. He says, are you a Christian, I guess? Yes, I am a Christian, Destiny says. So Tom says, so you don't agree with my friends. I don't have to, to stop being gay to be a Christian. They claim that's what the Bible says. Destiny says, as my perspective, no, Jesus don't judge about that. Wow. Wow. So Jesus doesn't judge. He doesn't say you have to stop being gay. This is the whole point I said with this, this whole campaign. It, does, it gives you the impression you could just keep being who you are. Like, it's a good thing because Jesus is like you. And if it's sinful, if your anger, if your rebelliousness, all that, it's, it's all you can. It doesn't flesh out what biblical righteous indignation would be. It just gives you the impression that, you know, you're down for the struggle with BLM or something. And that's Jesus would have been the same way. And it justifies it. This is appealing to people on the basis of Jesus. He, he gets you because and if there's any attraction, it's because he does the same things and that justifies your behavior. All right. So Jesus doesn't judge about that. doesn't judge about being gay, apparently. And so uh, Tom Buck says, um, so you don't agree with my friends. I don't have to stop being gay to be Christian. They claim that's what the Bible says. Jesus doesn't judge about that. And then she says, you can go to church and love him as, as much as he loves you and everyone. I hope you can find that church you are looking for. Wow. Interesting. So, uh, and then, let's see. Can I be transgender and a Christian? With another guy, Steve. The love of Jesus is for everyone. But is being transgender wrong or a sin Jesus was sacrificed for? We aren't here to tell people what's sin and what's not. But if you're looking to have a discussion about sin, we can have a great team here that can connect you to a local church. Okay, look at the way these two separate individuals intaking questions about the, the, this campaign, he gets us. Look at the way they handled Tom Buck's questions about transgenderism and homosexuality. Now, if I can pull it up, here is my discussion with uh, he gets us with someone named Mary. And this is what I uh, said. Uh, she, she said, hi there. How can I help you today? I said, I just saw your video on Jesus being a rebel. I am kind, let's see if I can put myself up here so you can see. I am kind of, where is it? Okay. Um, I am kind of a rebel too. 
it's true. I kind of am, I guess. You don't, all you have to do is keep the same political positions and, and, and even, or, you know, biblical Christianity, just Orthodox Christian beliefs that you had in 2010. Keep those in 2022 and you are a rebel. So I said, I'm kind of a rebel too. I don't seem to fit in at most churches. Can you help me? <laughs> Glad you are here. I said, thank you. I have a resource where you can get connected with local churches. I said, I want a church that won't shame me for being white or male. I can't stand that. I don't have direct knowledge about each of our churches. I would definitely encourage you to get connected. We're here to, we're happy to hear you're interested in finding a local church. That's awesome. And we would love to help. If you go to this link and fill out a form, we'll be able to get you connected. Is there anything else I can help you with? I said, thanks. I don't think I want to be funneled to someone right now. I'm more interested in finding community among real Christians who think being masculine and white are fine. Churches I've attended seem to be so woke, like Jesus never used a whip. The advertisement you put out there seemed to indicate a Jesus who was more rebel against society, maybe against the BLM social justice warrior nonsense, question mark. So obviously there, I'm... Uh, the, the video you saw, the rebel video, it, it seems like they're more re rebel against, like, <laughs> the people. They're, they're more on the BLM side. That's the impression, at least, you get from that video. But I'm just I'm just going with the, the concept of being a rebel. That, you know, these guys look like tough, weathered men, you know. And, um, you know, maybe, you know, just, and that's why I pose it as a question. You know, maybe against that stuff, BLM, SJW just to see what your reaction is going to be. Is that what you are all about or did I come to the wrong place? So she says, our main goal is to spread the radical love of Jesus. The purpose of He Gets Us campaign isn't to discuss theological difference or express the beliefs of those supporting this site. Our goal is to spread the radical love that Jesus has for all people. Okay, so if, not here to discuss theological difference. I mean, that's going to be part of you would think at least that that's going to be part of the uh, what they would have to do. If a Mormon came on here, I mean, would they say that, you know, what's the theological difference that I brought up? You know, just, I want to know if there's a church against social justice and BLM. Can, is there a church? This is what I say. Is there a church where it's okay to be masculine and white? Is that okay? I'm not here to discuss theological differences or express the beliefs of those supporting the site. So on LGBT and transgender questions, all of a sudden, boom, the, the guys who Tom Buck was talking to, oh, very welcoming, very affirming. But as soon as I'm like, is it okay to be white and masculine? Oh, I'm not, I can't discuss theological differences or express beliefs. Then what's the point? <laughs> Our goal is to spread the radical love of Jesus. Okay, does Jesus love masculine people who are males and white is that acceptable you know it see this is the difference the, between the way i'm treated and the way tom buck was treated coming from the left or coming from the right now here um i say what kind of love though i love my people and i want to protect them i don't love the evil coming from the lgbt blm me too etc movements that threatens my family i just want to find a church that was loving enough to stay open for their people in 2020 I, um, the one I attended shut down. Is there a way you can at least connect me with a church like that? The rebel image in your advertisement seemed to indicate you all weren't messing around. I'm sorry, she says, you feel my answers aren't satisfactory. If you would like to express your concerns, you're welcome to contact info at he gets us .com. 
and then it's a rate the conversation it, it's just it's done she she shut down the whole conversation at that point that is so different than what tom buck experienced is it not these advertisements give you the impression they're looking for a certain kind of person to they're targeting a certain certain demographics more than others and it's it's it definitely slanted towards the left that's what it seems like as soon as you have someone from the right coming on and 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 i'm not saying just political right um it's uh, there's there's a theological element to this if you're affirming homosexuality you're saying jesus doesn't see that or care about that you are making theological statements at this point the difference the difference is just amazing okay well in the same vein i just saw this as i was starting the program phil visher uh guy who created veggie tales we just talked recently about how he kind of waffled on abortion said oh there's certain instances it's okay uh, possibly and and so he, he's gotten so left-leaning but to the point he's just caving on christian convictions on ethics megan basham asks him journalist from the daily wider so what do you say to lgbt affirming christians are they in error or no phil visher what do i say to them how well do i know them what position are they asking me to endorse too many variables to engage in a tweet so this is the guy who can rant against christian nationalism or maga republicans or you know all kinds of all manner of going against uh, the right. But when you ask him, hey, is homosexuality wrong? <laughs> it's, you know, it's, can't in, I don't know how to even engage this shut down, right? He, he, and he hasn't gotten back to her. So uh, yeah, that's the, the same thing we saw with that whole he gets us campaign. It, it is totally different weights and measures. Uh, we can go against all these things. But uh, oh, no, we have, there's got a nuance, we got to be careful when we approach the precipice of talking about homosexuality. Hopefully that's some food for thought for you Southern Baptists who are still in Southern Baptist churches and uh, thinking through how to navigate this kind of thing. And, and a pastor who contacted me, um, I'm pretty sure they probably have their giving down to like 13 bucks a year. I wouldn't, I, I would imagine, but I mean, he's a Southern Baptist pastor. And he's just like, my goodness, like this is what they're doing. This is the public face. This, and this is to the Southern Baptist Convention. He says, the world is watching all the time. The world is watching. And this is what the world's seeing. Is this what the prophets, the apostles, Jesus, is this what the, the impression that they would give to a sinful world? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Well, God bless. More coming back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.